0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another session of the Safe Senior Hour with Joe Gavallis. I uh, hope all is well in, in your lives and with your loved ones. And and today we're going to uh, <clears throat> just go over and summarize some of the successes and cases that have been done throughout the, the world, in the United, including the United States and uh, concerning elder abuse. Um, we have some new scams that are on the horizon that we've uh, addressed. I was at a seminar this last week, and and it was uh, addressed uh, the, the new sta- scams, and I think we might have touched on it last week, but it's really been stressed. And that would be um, the one uh, ring call scam. This, uh, uh, apparently, there's been over... Uh, uh, I think a million attempts at trying to pull this scam off, but we have heard that from various people uh, uh, throughout, the, the, throughout the United States that this scam has been going on. And uh, they, uh, they they are concerned that enough people aren't going to pay attention to it, uh, uh, to the warning. The scam goes like this. A, uh, your phone will ring once and hangs up and you wonder well who called and then you you look at it and it's a number it might be a, <clears throat> it'll be an area code plus a number and you say you don't recognize it and remember our our, our uh, uh, guidance to everybody is if you don't recognize the number don't call it back well one ring gets people's attention like oh boy i just missed this call they call it back, and a person gets on the phone and talks to you more and more about kind of innocuous things and seeing how you are and how's everything going. And, you know, we're, we're, we have some interesting topics we can discuss to drag you out in the conversation. Well, what is happening, once you call that number at um, uh, the, with the area code, that area code uh, is a is a off uh, out of outside the United States, usually in the Caribbean, and that number will then um, uh, be billed at such a, a huge amount. It can vary from thirty dollars to fifty dollars a minute. I've heard some things uh, as much as ten a minute, and uh, I, I mean fifty a minute, but sometimes ten a minute. But it's the initial connection is, is is built. Now the uniqueness of this of this scam is that the the money gets paid through the through the uh, the phone company or the service provider directly to um, the scammers. You don't see this until you get it on your bill, and when you get it on your bill, I don't know how many people check their their phone bills or their cell phone bills. And all of a sudden, it's gone up. Well, that's a reason. So remember, if you don't know what number it is when you see it on the on the uh, on the screen, don't just call it randomly. It could be one uh, uh, of the scams. It's called the one ring scam. Uh, so, as I said, we we just heard that more and more people are getting receiving this this type of call. <clears throat> And there was an estimate, I believe, uh, over a million uh, attempts were made uh, using this scam. Uh, so just be, be alert. And I know we just put that out here through our uh, task forces here for everybody to be alert about that. Uh, Remember, uh, as we talk about elder abuse, that elder abuse doesn't report itself. And and when we discuss elder abuse, I always want to go over it with everybody. We talk about three types of abuses, physical, financial, and institutional. And by far the biggest uh, abuse is financial with uh, roughly – uh, the vast majority of those uh, scams are done by loved ones or people that you trust but also there are professionals out there that are playing and and uh, um, playing the the, the the fraud game against the elderly and um, everybody should be aware of what's happening one of the biggest scams um, is they called the grandparent scam and we've talked about that on the air many times and as I go around and speak to seniors, uh, I just spoke to uh, f- uh, 45 seniors the other day, and in the group, three of the people had received calls on the grandparent scams. And to remind you what this is, it's a call from an individual who says either uh, they're calling on behalf of, of someone's grand, grandchild, and that grandchild has either been kidnapped uh, in an accident, um, or needs money, and that you, the grandparent, are the only ones that will help them, and that if these grandkids' parents find out, that uh, they will be in big trouble. So they can trust the grandparent, be it a grandfather or grand grandmother. Uh, it is a horrible situation. Usually the calls come late at night or in the middle of the night. So like it's a real emergency and try to get people to do things quickly and make decisions because they think there's just so much urgency involved. Uh, with that, out of uh, a, um, the Central District of, of California for the United States Department of Justice, that's, that's out, of, uh, out of Los Angeles. Um, The headlines were, Canadian National Who Ran Grandparent Scam That Swindled U.S. Senior Citizens Sentenced to More Than Four Years in Federal Prison. And the individual pled guilty to a one felony count of wire fraud and uh, had three co-defendants. They were extradited from Canada in January, admitted in a plea agreement that the co-conspirators contacted their elderly U.S. victims by telephone. Sad situation. But this shows you the cooperation between U.S. authorities, local authorities, federal authorities, and uh, in this case, the Canadian authorities. Uh, That the uh, defendant uh, and his co-conspirators fraudulently induced their victims to send them money by pretending to be the victim's grandchild or some other relative who was in distress in a foreign nation such as Canada, Mexico, Bolivia, or the D- Dominican Republic. Uh, one of the examples that they give, and these are important, so you know this is what's really going on, and it's exactly what we've been telling everybody. In one, they, they represented that the grandson uh, was in a car crash and needed money to cover, cover a purported automobile accident expense. On other occasions, they would pretend to be the victim's grandchild that had been arrested and needed his grandparents' money to be released on bail. Now, this is coming from the person who's pleading guilty um, or pled guilty that that was carrying on these scams. So we're getting this right from the perpetrator himself. Um, that they would lie to the victim, meaning the, gran- the, the unbeknownst grandparent, um, by telling them that there was a lawyer in contact with their grandchildren or other relative. He would direct the victims to wire via Western Union or MoneyGram money listing the grandchild, other relative, or the, name, or the law- lawyer as the intended recipient. Uh, when the money was wired... The co-conspirators converted the funds to cash as quickly as possible before the victim could discover they had been fooled uh, on some occasions the, uh, the the scammers called the victims again to solicit more money, falsely claiming the additional funds were needed by the grandchild or other relative to fully resolve the problem. And one particular example was an 86-year-old man wired $4,300 at the urging of an imposter as the man's grandson who claimed to have been involved in an accident in Bolivia, according to court documents. Uh, There was no accident in Bolivia, and the person uh, dished over that amount of money. The importance here is... And we've discussed this, and I'm familiar with another case where it's the same way. Once the money is paid, they'll go back again and again. in the case that I'm familiar with, it was a woman in Salem, Oregon, uh, in her 80s, who paid uh, $9,000. To uh, believe, because her son was her grandson was arrested, uh, actually here in Georgia uh, on drug charges. She received a call from a impostor who claimed they were a, a drug enforcement agent, and that the grandson uh, asked him to call his grandmother to get the nine thousand dollars. She did pay nine thousand. Now the call was very specific when they said how to pay it. Uh, it was go with withdraw the money in cash, put the cash in a magazine, put the magazine in a FedEx box, and FedEx it overnight to this address. And this special agent, whatever his name he used that time, it was, you know, David Jones or David Smith. Well, it happened overnight, they got the 9,000. Well, the very next day they called her again, just just as this as as this perpetrator says they do, and they would um, hit her again for nine thousand, saying they discovered more drugs. She went and got the nine thousand and sent it again. Well, they received that, and again, according to the to the to the perpetrator, they went back to the well, and said we need fifteen thousand. They discovered hidden compartments in a car. The, I, the, the the woman um, said she didn't have it and had to go to the bank and cash a CD. Uh, the gentleman, the, perpe- the perpetrator said, I'll give you two hours and I'll call you back. The woman claimed, uh, the grandparent claimed she just broke down in tears. She was running out of money. She wanted to help her son. They constantly warned her not to call uh, her grandson's uh, parents. With that, she heard a knock on the door. While the two hours, and it was her grandson. She asked him, "What was he doing here? He was supposed to be in jail in Georgia." And he said, "He's never been in Georgia." And they said so they reported to the authorities. The point of this story is, it's exactly, exactly like what what this perpetrator says he does. And there's an example, and and this is an, another group of people who are who are doing the grandparents' scam. It, the importance in this is, the matter was investigated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, in the United States Secret Service, and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. The Federal Trade Commission provided substantial assistance. Now, I'm going to be reading and going through a lot of these cases, and just to let you know that the federal government in the United States and other countries are taking these crimes against the elderly serious on these financial scams. Here is a a perfect example of of what happened here um, concerning uh, a grandparent situation, Um, and they uh, In this case here, the one uh, gentleman from Nova Scotia who, who was the, main, the lead defendant uh, was ordered to pay a uh, half a million dollars in restitution to more than 80 victims. Um, ladies and gentlemen out there, it is imperative that you pass this on to your loved ones, your friends, and don't be taken by this. This is a serious situation. And here's an example of an actual case. Somebody was caught. They 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 had over a half a million was, was taken. And so, um, and restitution was ordered. And these people are now going to prison. Again, congratulations to law enforcement for helping to stop this scam. With that, this will conclude our second segment. We'll move in in our next segment. We'll go into more actual cases where
2: call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website
3: Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around-Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around-Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around-Town Movers. Call them.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
3: And we're back on America's Web Radio and the Safe Senior Hour, and there are two things that I want to uh, mention. This is David Moxley, and uh, some of you know who I am and some of you don't, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I obviously have a microphone so I can talk. (laughs) Anyway, um, one thing is that uh, I had mentioned to Joe is that I got a call the other day, and I'm a senior citizen. In other words, I'm old. And... um, Moses was a good friend, so they figured they had one on the line. And when I noticed the number, it was a 636 number, and I can't remember the next few digits. But the last four digits were the last four digits of my Social Security number. Now, I've had a lot of people say, well, that was just coincidental. But being in the business that I'm in, doing this show every week, it got my attention that uh you know the i didn't know the number i'd never heard of it it didn't pop up as a number that i should have known but as a senior citizen i noticed that the last how many times a day or how many times a month are we asked for well give me the last four digits of your social security number so i don't personally think it was a coincidence so you might just keep that in mind if you get a telephone call from somebody or some something or whatever it is and you don't recognize the number but you see the last four digits of your social security be very careful be very very careful I didn't call them back nor will I call them back I didn't answer the phone call I wouldn't in fact I got I deleted it as quickly as I could because I didn't want to make a mistake and, and ever call it with that being said, I wanted to uh, put a shout out of that and thank Fox News in that this was the second day today, this morning at uh, 627, their break, they uh, were doing a show on scams and they had a uh, author on that's written a book on Outsmart the Scammers, I believe is the title of it, and we're going to try to find out. Who it was, and uh, try to get him on the air at some point here on America's Web Radio. But I wanted to thank Fox. I don't know who they've got that is tuned in to America's Web Radio. But this is like the fourth time they did a they did an ad the other day. Uh, well, I say the other day about a month month and a half ago was was the uh, romance scam, and they hadn't been doing anything about adult scams or adult abuse or any of the scams nothing until we started the show about four months ago wasn't it four or five months ago Um,
1: six months ago six
3: months ago but fox had not been doing a thing about addressing the problem but they are now, and I want to thank them. Uh, they're a lot bigger than we are, and uh, uh, they have a, a big viewing audience. And we appreciate the fact that uh, I almost feel uh, flattered that they have to be listening to us and picking up on our shows. Uh, they picked up on on our on the senior Safe Senior Hour. Obviously, they've picked up and done shows now on. Because of our classic car show, which I find interesting, and they've had a couple of our hosts on. And uh, with the hosts, they readily admitted that, yes, we do watch America's or listen to America's web radio. They couldn't get out of it. How did you hear about me? Well, we we heard you on uh, a radio show. So, Fox... Thank you very much. And uh, I think the old saying, there's no better compliment than to be copied. And uh, Fox is doing a good job. And the important thing is that America's Web Radio, we are dedicated to one thing, and that's informing and being an advocate, just like we're running ads right now for Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. This is a program that's going on for and to combat rape. And uh, this program, uh, America's Web Radio, has sponsored and uh, is a part, I say a part, uh, our part of it is that we're getting the word out about the walk-a-mile in her shoes. It'll be coming up 1st uh, of October, and we want to encourage people to go to our website, The first thing you see on our website now is is Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. You can click it and register to Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. This is very important. Only 6% of the reported rapes wind up in the rapists getting charged and being convicted. Beyond that, the victim is, again, victimized when they go to court. And this is totally unfair. There's a case here that totally unfair. And uh, I think, Joe, you know, I've talked to you about it in the past. So anyway, uh, America's Web Radio is trying our best with our audience to advocate for the underdog and, and try to help them. So with that being said, I'm going to turn the show back over to Joe and uh, whatever he's got going on there.
1: Great. Thank you, David. And, and, and I do think the... Uh, remember, if you see something or you know report it, matter whatever it is, and and that's certainly the 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 reporting and and trying to uh, get more of these rape cases uh, prosecuted are, is very important because uh, these people a lot of times they're just predators out there, and and that's sad. It's 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 very sad. Yeah, uh, for our listeners, if you uh, paid attention. Um, on, oh, I think about a show ago, we talked about another scam that we're starting to see here in Georgia, but it's been around the country. It was called the Grant, G-R-A-N-T scam. And, um, and in this scam, um, where people uh, it just happened, and this is from Salt Lake City, Utah, the Attorney General's office there in Utah is warning uh, his residents that some people reported a new scam that impersonates the Utah Attorney General, according to the news release. Victims of the scam were sent Facebook messages offering them grants worth thousands of dollars from an account pretending to be the Attorney General. The scammer said a small fee must be paid in order to receive the grant money. The news release stated, in addition, the victims are told they had to fill out a series of grant application questions from a phony personnel page the scammer sent. After the application was approved, the victims sent the payments, the grant checks were given to each person, but when uh, the victims tried to cast their checks, they bounced uh By that time, as uh, one of the reporters doing the story said the scammers had disappeared along with the victim's money. Um, that another victim told uh, told an investigator, the scammer gave them a phone number to contact uh, about uh, fur- further about the grants. When that number was contacted, they were concerned it was fraudulent. And the office confirmed that neither, uh, the Attorney General Nor's office were involved in the situation. Remember, real lotteries, grants, or prizes, according to the Attorney General for Utah, this is an announcement they made, don't ask for money, not even for shipping, taxes, or customs. And state officials and agencies will likely never ask persons to send money for prizes, grant, unpaid loans, or to avoid being thrown in jail. Um, in the cases where a state agency do ask for money, it's done through a formalized process. And we've talked to you uh, on the air many times, do not wire money to strangers is probably the best best advice. And before you conduct business, it's, it's usually good to check the reputation of the business or entity who is asking for the money. Um by uh, on online, better business Bureau, uh, wherever your state, local or, or in your country you're in your resources. Uh, even if the call seems legitimate, people should always contact the entity directly and should never give out their personal information including banking information, birthday or Social Security numbers. This is, a, this is part of the notice that the Utah uh, uh, Attorney General put out to his citizens. Again, my hat's off to Utah for getting on this real quick when it was brought to their attention. And, and I think people should be aware. Remember, if it's too good to be true, you can count on it. It wasn't true. But this is one of the new scams, and I just thought it would be nice to update everybody, especially how this originated. It was originated um, uh, were was sent Facebook messaging messages offering them grants. So you might be seeing something uh, coming to you by that by by Facebook. Please um, uh, be careful of any of these these uh, these. Uh, grant uh, scams they're out there and reported to your um, law enforcement state or federal or, or country agency but that's, that's a pretty significant one right there and we had talked about that so that's two of the ones that we have warned everybody about this and the grandparent scam and, and you have to remember these people the scammers are all professionals that's what they do for a living And they'll find a way to do it, and they'll get the money, whatever it takes. Because that's all they're out for, is to remove the funds from you uh, and put it in their pocket. And remember, it's a good time to remind everybody, why are seniors targeted? Well, number one, we're very trustworthy. Our generations, you know, a handshake would close a deal. Your word is as good as your bond. Um... The um, elderly seniors are, 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 have been able to save a little bit of money, could be a lot of money, but certainly a little bit of money, so they have money at their disposal. A lot of them are lonely and want to talk to people or get involved in some kind of a transaction where there's constant contact. Did you notice the scam I just gave you? They gave a phone number to call. Um, they to conduct business on the internet Uh, but the third is that that we love our families and uh, our kids don't forget most of our kids and when you look in this generation your kids are 50 60 years old so it's your grandkids and most grandparents think they can raise the grandkids better than the parents can or that's been my experience talking to people so that's just a mixture that, that the fraudsters look at and will target. I was at a seminar where a federal agent uh, who had worked overseas and had arrested several of these uh, scammers. And the two things, uh, or two things that I got out of it uh, primarily, uh, well, three things. One, there's no way to arrest your way out. Is educate, 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 and that's what we were told. Educate the public, educate the seniors, not to take part, not to be gullible and get involved in these scams. Number one. Number two, that the, that the uh, the uh, scammers will target seniors, and I just went through the three reasons why. Uh, trust trusting people, a little bit of money. And the scams involving their families, they're more likely to participate. And um, three is that they they tend to try to target, if they can, uh, rural areas because they feel that the law enforcement, uh, there's just not that many in law enforcement numbers. A lot of times, sheriff's departments, police departments have a small amount of, of investigators and so they'll target the rural areas, and and we have seen that here, that um, uh, many many of these frauds are done, by pe- are done are perpetrated on people who live in rural areas, and this uh, this is very significant because um, everybody asks when I go out and, and physically speak to the seniors, they, also, they, they they the question on their mind, and they'll ask it different ways, but why me? Why, how, how did they pick me out? Well, you're just, picked, you're just one of the people that they have randomly targeted to, uh, to perpetrate their scams on. It might be they got it from a list that was sold on the Internet. It might be they got it from um, stolen um, ID information. Uh, whatever it is, you have done nothing wrong. The, the, that's why we say if you don't know who's calling you, don't answer the phone. Let them leave a message. Please let them leave a message. And then look, listen to it, and then you independently call the company or whatever the issue is. Like when you get in the jury scams where you get a call saying you miss jury duty, uh, which is very prevalent here uh, in the United States you independently call the sheriff's department or call the court and say, listen, I, I don't believe I was subpoenaed, but somebody's trying to say I'm going to come out, I'll be arrested if, if I don't pay a certain amount of money. Um, so and that happens a lot all over the country but particularly in the rural areas. So I think, I think that's a, uh, a thing to remember. So we're going to uh, end the second segment. We'll move into our third segment on some more uh, different scams and arrests.
3: Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Well, welcome back to our third segment of the Safe Senior Hour. And uh, today we're going over uh, various cases that have been made throughout uh, the country and the world on scammers and just uh, reiterating things that you can do to prevent yourself from being scammed. Um, We have... uh, been through a case where there was a grandfather um, grandparent scam then we talked about a grant scam and uh, now we're going to talk about something we have told everybody that's near and dear is the IRS scam and a lot of people as again as I speak to seniors almost all almost every group I've spoken to At least one, two, maybe up to five people have received calls from the IRS, allegedly from the IRS, saying you owe money and um, if you don't pay, uh, you'll be arrested. Uh, Now, this comes comes from um, Illinois, which is where Chicago is in the United States. That a month earlier, two men used a fake ID to collect 220000 in cash victims had mailed to addresses in Wisconsin after being targeted by scams. Wisconsin's a bordering state here in, in the United States. Um, two gentlemen of Illinois were charged in a federal indictment this um, uh, with uh, six counts of mail fraud. They describe themselves as, as a runner for a larger larger enterprise, likely based in India. Uh, uh, that, that operation in India would call people around the United States and claim to be agents with the um, I, IRS, FBI, or Social Security Administration and convince them they face intimate arrest if they don't send cash to cover taxes or other government obligations. The indictment and a prior criminal complaint indicates the scheme um, started in India would call or text the, the two individuals who were arrested in the United States with specifics about where to pick up packages of cash, either at a vacant address or at a Walgreens shipping center. that on one case that a, an individual in Brooklyn mailed two packages containing a total of $34,500 to a Milwaukee address on April 5th. On April 9th and 10th, an Oregon woman sent a total of $53,000 in two mailings to Milwaukee. Uh, and a victim in New York sent $13,000 to uh, a, another area of um, and someone in Las Vegas mailed 35000 to a Wisconsin address. The IRS spokesman uh, <coughs> came out and gave this advice, and we have given this over and over again. But it, it's well worth uh, repeating. People should recognize the warning size, signs of an IRS scam. The IRS does not call out of the blue demanding pay pay immediately by using a certain method like cash gift cards, prepaid debit cards, or wire transfers, and it never threatens to involve law enforcement. If you legitimately owe taxes, you would generally get a bill in the mail, and you would never have to pay without a chance to question or appeal the amount. This comes from, an, from the IRS. If you get a call from the IRS and you don't owe taxes or have any reason to think you do, hang up immediately. It's a scam, according to this uh, IRS spokesperson. But here's an example. starts in India. They have runners in the United States, and it's the same MO. You owe money, and if you don't want to be arrested, here's the way to pay pay what you owe. So uh, this will not be on your record. And again, the government... Does not take iTunes cards, blue dot cards, these cards like that. They want cash, check, or wh- whatever, whatever currency that you have, or hard currency. But that's another example. That's the IRS scam. So we've had the grant scam we talked about, the grandparent scam, uh, and this is the IRS scam. We've also talked about in the past. Uh, which I thought was very interesting. And I see this, too, when I speak with seniors. And that's the uh, tech support scam. And we have here in the Southern District of, Florida, of, of Illinois, which, again, it's is uh, I believe this is like Springfield, uh, that uh, we have two individuals who pled guilty charging them with conspiracy to commit wire fraud Um, in the process that their business formerly known as, quote, first-choice tech support was a scam. Now, these people, um, we talk about tech support, and if anybody who is, you know, gets on their computer, and I've seen it on mine, and I'm sure other people, I know other people have seen them, but we warned you about these that come up. According to the court documents in this case the defendants purchased pop-up advertisement that would appear suddenly on a person's commu- computer screen we've all seen that the pop pop-ups were made to look like system warnings and falsely informed the excuse me victims that serious problems such as viruses or malware had been detected on their computer often the pops up pop-ups caused a person's internet browser to freeze up and stop responding. I've had that happen to me. The pop-ups also typically warn the victims not to shut down their computers or else they would lose all their data. Instead, the ad directs them to call a toll-free number where they were connected to a sales rep who continued the fraud. And I haven't seen this, but when I speak to the seniors, there's some people that did call, and they did were put to these sales reps because these seniors wanted their computer working. The sales rep would convince the victims to grant them remote access to their computers where normal computer function and routine processes were highlighted as evidence of a serious problem. Victims were never told that the pop-up that had been that had hijacked a computer were just advertisements purchased by the tech support company, or that in most instances they could make the pop-ups go away simply by rebooting their computer. Instead, they were sold remote tune-ups, and I've heard this from seniors uh, as I've i spoken to them for two hundred and fifty dollars and antivirus protection software for another four hundred. If the victims balked at the steep prices, the sales rep would offer them a discount for being a senior citizen, or a military veteran, or something else. Now, this is that this is a, we have addressed this in one of our previous shows about these these uh, tech tech support scams. But here's somebody that that pled guilty, and 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 basically. Uh, have told us exactly how the scams worked. These two companies combined, which these people pled guilty, combined to defraud more than 40,000 people. Victims were in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, several U.S. territories, all 10 Canadian provinces, the United Kingdom, and several other foreign countries. At least 57 victims uh, were residents of southern Illinois all told the two companies took in over 25 million dollars in this scam 25 million dollars in the scam 40,000 people we all have to educate our friends our loved ones our our our, our associates these are what are the professionals that are preying on, on everybody um this case was uh, resulted in, in several guilty pleas, and they cover how much money each, each person claimed, but they were from all over. The salespeople were all over the United States. Uh, this was by this case was started or, or was basically done by the United States Postal Inspection Service. We've had inspectors on our show talk about their work and what they do. Um, And the Florida Attorney General uh, cooperated in this. The Federal Trade Commission cooperated this. Um, This is a really serious situation, and I want you all to be aware. Be concerned when you see these pop-ups come on. Try to reboot your computer, because that would would help. And again, um, this is a serious situation. So with that, we're going to end our third uh, period, uh, our third segment of the Safe Senior Hour. Remember, elder abuse doesn't report itself, and we'll be back to talk about more frauds.
2: The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com.
3: Again, I want to uh, share our appreciation to uh, Fox News that... uh They're taking a look now at senior abuse and uh, scams. Uh, It's amazing that they've started doing it after we've done the show now for six months, and then all of a sudden they decide they're going to do it as well. The bottom line is the more attention we can get, if they're copying us, that's just fine. They did a a commercial with a young lady saying, well, if you'll just send me $500, I'll fly out. Well, that's the... um, Romance scam, as a matter of fact, and uh, we've been talking about this, or Joe has been talking about it for six months now, and uh, we certainly appreciate Joe and what he's done, and he's obviously gotten Fox News attention as uh, they seem to be copying us on things. Uh, not the first time they've uh, copied us on some classic car shows as well as and classic car information, as well as talking about ethanol, which we talk about frequently on the classic car show. and, um, Also, uh, they, for a couple of months, every now and then, they'd have one of our hosts on. So we know that Fox News, if it's worth Fox News listening to us, it must be worth you listening to us, and we're glad you are listening, and thank you for uh, your loyalty to this show and all of our shows on America's Web Radio and we are trying to make a difference and uh as i mentioned the scam earlier be careful of the telephone number that you don't know that has your social security the last four digits of your social security on the end of that telephone number that'll sort of give you a wake up call and surprise we'll be back with more of safe senior hour right after these messages this is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery is about more than just not using. It's about becoming a whole person and addressing all aspects of your physical, psychological, and social needs. Please call us at 770-696-9862, or you can reach us on the web at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com.
0: Listening to America's Web Radio on the Americas Broadcast Network.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Well, welcome back to our final segment today of the Safe Senior Hour. Remember, uh, elder abuse doesn't report itself. Today we've been going through. Um, some of the successes around the country of, uh, of by the federal, state, local, and, and cooperating countries in prosecuting, uh, arresting, and prosecuting uh, some of these uh, fraudsters and, and um, scam artists. Um, we've covered the, uh, the tech support scam. We've covered the IRS scam. We covered the grant scam. We covered the grandparent scam. Of some convictions and that, uh, um, or uh, or notices that have been put out by law enforcement about these scams, that they're on top of it. Uh, I just want to remind everybody: the the United States government is uh, has committed the Department of Justice uh, to a strategic plan to. Um, to address issues and large-scale frauds that uh, exploit vulnerable victims um, and that they are really cracking down on it. I know here in Atlanta we have a, uh, we have a, a newly named coordinator of, of fighting these, these scams, and, and we're, very, we're very appreciative of what they do and what the federal government does. Having been a retired federal agent myself, I realize the federal government can bring resources and manpower that other agencies can't, and and when you work together, it's just a multiplier effect. So that that's really significant. And our our listeners can remember that we talk about uh, lottery scams or Jamaican scams uh, here out of the uh, district, uh, Southern District of Indiana. The, uh, a Jamaican defendant was convicted of conducting lottery scam to defraud elderly victims throughout the United States of their retirement accounts, savings, and making death threats. So this is a little, it's not, not unusual as this goes. Once, you were, once you've um, accepted um, their uh, gifts or whatever they're, they're giving you or your winnings, and you pay them money, you're on the hook with these people, uh, or they think you are. And they continue to do different, they continue even after you try to stop uh, the, uh, the scam. And this is a perfect example. Uh, here, a 23-year-old resident of Jamaica was sentenced to 34 months in federal prison after he admitted his guilt to devising a lottery scam that swindled elderly and vulnerable victims throughout the United States of their retirement accounts. Uh, the, uh, the, The comment from the prosecutor is the defendant preyed on these elderly victims by taking from them through lies and deceit over a significant time period, protecting most vulnerable members of our society from these scammers, no matter where they reside, is top priority of this the U.S. Attorney's Office and the Department of Justice. Um, so this this took place from about these scammers, took place from April around, around approximately April, tw- April 2014 through September 2018, and um, other, the defendant and others unknown residing in Jamaica defrauded and attempted to defraud elderly victims uh, located throughout the United States in a complex lottery scam. The uh, defendants and other representatives told the victims they were lottery contest winners who needed to pay certain taxes and fees to collect millions of dollars of their lottery winnings and our prizes. In reality, the victims were not actual lottery or contest winners. None of the victims received the money promised to them during the course of the scam. Uh, the defendants mask their identities through the use of various telephone applications and other technologies. And if you talked about, if you listen to our show, we kept telling you that people can make a telephone number look like it's from any place in, uh, in the country. There are, there are there are programs that they can purchase and buy to do this. Um, they're usually done through certain, they're called applications. These applications directed the victims to send money to the defendant and others in Jamaica to obtain their purported lottery of contest winnings. Um, the defendant um, also directed the victims to send such money to other victims and individuals throughout the United States an attempt to conceal the tracing of proceeds of the scam. The victim sent this money by mail and wire transfers such as Western Union, MoneyGram, U.S. Mail, and other means, most of which ended up in Jamaica. So the concept is rather than send it directly, you send it to another person or somebody else in the United States. Uh and then they would be contacted Uh, those people to send the money on to Jamaica. So the money would have an intermediate stop. Um, And this is significant. When the victims attempted to stop contact with the defendant by charging telephone, changing telephone numbers, you know, the victim says, I don't want to do it anymore. I now realize it's a scam. I never received the money. So they didn't want to be bothered, so they changed their telephone numbers. the The defendant, once the numbers were changed, then searched for and used local businesses such a piece of delivery and taxi service to attempt to find out the new telephone number so the defendant could continue such contact on one occasion when a victim located in Indiana did not send the money as requested the defendant threatened to k- now listen to this now the defendant threatened to kill the victim and her family. And sent individuals to her residence to try and collect the money. The defendant caused the victims to transfer over $90,000 and elsewhere in the fur- furtherance of the scheme. This is uh, outrageous. I will say this, this. We all have to be careful when they do this. This is one of the few, few uh, scams that I, uh, that I understand where they actually came to the house and demanded the money. A lot of times they will threaten that. I'm familiar with several cases where they will threaten it. They will follow uh, up and say you owe the money, or they'll try to embarrass you into, with your family or with the community. But this is uh, significant. Uh, the the FBI gave the statement out uh, in that uh, in Indiana, targeting seniors and their savings money that worked hard to save over the lifetime is an intolerable cl- crime. And uh, it's the, the uh, FBI won't stand by and let some of the vulnerable citizens be preyed upon in this manner, said the special agent in charge. I think this is an example of people who get so involved... That they believe they won, and and I will just read on a, just on a different level. I know in, uh, in the Publishers Clearinghouse, um uh, lottery, uh, clearinghouse uh, award sweepstakes, that people actually believe that they won it, and I know there's a woman in in North Georgia that's out sixty thousand dollars. Because she absolutely believed that she won it and all she was doing was paying, as they say, the upfront fees um, and taxes in order to collect her money. And when she decided to stop and got convinced that she didn't win it, this was about after 40000 she received another call because these people will stay on they'll stay they'll they'll they'll, they'll stay on your case They're, if you're giving money once they'll come after you again for more money so they waited a little bit here and told her well not only did she win the lottery she won the mercedes benz that goes with it but that'll be another um it's a $150,000 car but she had to put up 20,000 in fees, in port fees, to try to get the the autos um, off the docks and get it delivered. The delivery fees, the the act, the setup fees. This woman bought into it again and paid twenty thousand. And I remember this came to me at a meeting of seniors when her sister approached me in tears and said, "What can be done?" You know, when people get hooked by these, as she said, these no good scoundrels and these scam artists that it really really hurts and again we're in this is from rural Georgia this is not in the city of Atlanta this was in rural Georgia where this woman got taken so anybody can be taken just don't be gullible please talk to somebody you trust before you start sending the money to people you don't know Um, that is that is just absolutely horrible that Remember computers give people a lot of courage. So these people on the other end, you don't know who they are. Even if they send you a picture, you don't know who they are. So please check with the professionals, with law enforcement, with adult protection or confide in somebody that you that you care care with and tell them what's going on. Please that's for your safety. Again, elder abuse doesn't report itself. We need you to be out there passing this on and educating others to be to uh, be looking out for these scams. And again, um, please, please, please report to the professionals. With that, that'll end uh, this session of the uh, Safe Senior Hour. And remember, elder abuse doesn't report itself. You're listening to America's Web
0: Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.